All right. So thank you for joining me, everybody, again. Uh, I have two special guests, two sisters, Gia and Justine Passat. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, first, uh, how are you guys dealing with, uh, you know, trying to train and, you know, finishing school with the coronavirus and everything? Yeah, so um, for me, uh, well, we're both done with school now, but um, with school, I was actually, it was pretty flexible. Um, you know, our, our teacher just made sure that, like, work was done by the end of the day. Um, and then, like, I know for Justine, how was it for, like, you school? Um, for me, I had to be on Zoom calls um, from, like, 8 in the morning to, like, 2 in the afternoon. Um, I would have, like, all my classwork due at night. Um, some of it was due like after class. Um, yeah, I know pretty much school was more demanding. I think. Yeah, I would say that. Um, and then for, yeah. for basketball, even um, we're doing like a lot of like stuff on our own. I think we got pretty lucky because our uncle actually has like a full court in his backyard, so it's like huge too. So we're able to go there and get shots up often, and you know. Having like both of us like together, having one another to you know keep each other going is something that like is really beneficial during this time. But lifting, working out, running, doing some conditioning, just stuff like that, keeping each other going. So, yeah, I mean, that's great, you know, that there's two of you. You know, I could see it getting very boring, you know, doing the same drills over and over again by yourselves, um, you know, yeah. and and uh, you know talking to some of the other players they like that competitive nature going up against somebody else mm -hmm. you know a little bit yeah. better I, sure. I find it, i also find it weird that every school has pretty much done something different you know uh, you know mm -hmm. just you know st rose was similar i think manish yeah. to what you you had mm -hmm. and then the the freehold regional school district something similar to what you had it's just you know yeah. it's just weird you know everything was a little bit different you know uh, you know, RBC a little more regimented, you know, having mm -hmm. to be available in calls and then others, yeah. you know, you basically plan your own day. Yeah, for sure. All right. yeah. Let's talk about more fun stuff than coronavirus and school. Yeah. yeah. When did you two both start playing basketball? Um, We both started in kindergarten. So um, it was, was like five. five. Yeah, yeah. five years old. Okay. Gio, when did you start playing golf? I was eight uh, when I started playing golf. Yeah um what made you want to pursue golf so i think that like even for justine and i both um our parents like when we were young really kind of like threw us into like a million sports and said you know you guys pick like we're not really gonna tell you what sport to play so you know justine was thrown into golf camp too it just obviously was not her thing but no. um <laughs> she gets so frustrated but um it was something that i was like naturally good at and um, kind of just wanted to pursue it. And uh, it was something, I was like more of like a free time activity. Um, and so I said I could be a pretty good golfer. And then it came something where like, oh, I should practice and, you know, try to make something out of it. So I started when I was eight and then just kind of like just let let it take off from there, I guess. Oh, that's great. Uh, the only golf I could do is to drive a range and nobody knows where to end up when I swing. So <laughs> that's funny. Did uh, you two play any other sports when you were younger? Well, obviously, you said your parents let you go into everything, yeah. and then you decide. Yeah. Um, so, for me, um, I would say that I played um, for PDA um, oh, wow. soccer. So, yeah, and I played that until I was in sixth grade. Um, and then 
after that, I went into basketball. Like, basketball is for me. And then both of us, um, when we were younger, we did softball. It was a pretty big sport, like, that we kind of stuck with and probably till like, sixth grade, I would say. Um, And we also did Muay Thai kickboxing, both of us. Um, Probably, what, third grade we started? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So how how long did you do the kickboxing for? I don't know. I, did I, it for a couple probably of years. like three um, years. Yeah, it was just like I said. You know, we did everything, just kind of figuring out, and then that was something that was like kept us in shape. Like that was um that was pretty fun. That was a good activity to do. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm seeing a lot more, a lot of basketball players that do like karate or you know mm-hmm. mixed martial. Arts. You know, I find that that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, do you have any do you have any siblings and if so do they play any sports? Yeah, so um I've a we both have a younger brother. He's 10 years old. And um he plays his main sport is football, but he also plays lacrosse and um he does play basketball a little bit. So Okay. When I ask you about your parents, what have they meant to you in your development and how to, you know, support you? Um my parents for both of us, I'm um, speaking for Gia too. I would say they have been a huge factor in our development. Uh, we wouldn't be where we were without the support. Um, whether it's driving us to like hoop group, um, even sitting there for like hours and hours, um, countless trips across the country. Our parents um, have made so many sacrifices for us and always there um, for like to provide for us. For sure. I mean, that's great, you know. You know, I know some families where, you know, they don't really help the kids and, you know, and you're just saying, you're like driving, even just driving you guys all over the place, you know, yeah. takes a lot of time. And, you know, AAU is not cheap. I know that. And, you know, other sports, yeah. I'm sure cops are not cheap. For so, sure. um, you, know, it's great. you know, it's great that they um, support you. It must be tough for them when you two play on the same night, though, because, you know, I- sometimes you know, I see, you know, a couple games I saw GS see your parents there and then obviously you know rbc games see them there yeah. you know it must be must be hard for them you know when you guys play on the same nights we we alternate <laughs> yeah, that's no. the only way to do it yeah um who were both your who were like role models in the sports that you know when you guys were growing up um for me for like speaking for both of us I'd yeah say. um i'd say brianna sewer and um kobe are for sure yeah probably the most too. Yeah. yeah, Kobe was one of my favorites. Yeah. Know, watching him play, and uh, you know Brianna, you know probably the best player in WNBA. You know, sure. um, talk about trainers. Uh, what what trainers have you used for basketball? Um, Tiny Green for sure. Um, since we were like five, yeah. literally since we started. So, um, also Mike Shaughnessy. He's more down south. Um. Ball beyond, I don't know if you know what that is. Um, but then like my dad too. Um yeah. day one. So and then my dad was um one of one of my first he was the coach of my AU team. So yeah, he um he was, you know, our trainer. He kind of got us obviously got us started into it and kept us going. He was our first shooting coach before Tiny. So <laughs> obviously, um, yeah, our dad is huge and now, did you guys ever end up getting into fights with your father? Because I remember when my dad coached my sister in soccer, they were fighting all the time. Well, I, I, I wish I could say no for me, but like, there's sometimes he's just, 
like sometimes you're like really like if I like comment he's like Gia like stop I'm like oh because you know he was my AAU coach so um not like anything crazy but sometimes like all right keep you know keep your two cents to yourself today like come on so I mean once in a while but nothing crazy no okay that's good yeah my sister used to get sent to sit in the car Oh. Almost every, every practice, because that's how bad she was. That's funny. Um, so, Gia, how about golf? Um, like, ha- like training and lessons. Uh, who mm-hmm. who do you use to help you improve your golf game? Yeah. So, like you said, I started playing when I was eight. Um, more like camps and like group kind of stuff. Um, and then when I was like eleven or twelve, I would say I started taking um lessons. Um, with Riley Plitz. She's a WPGA professional. Um head pro at Eagle Ridge Golf Club and um, countless hours uh, with lessons, you know, spending time and, um, you know, working on my swing, putting, like, honestly, everything. Um, A lot of repetition, you know, goes into uh, practicing for golf. So probably like 10 or 11 years old when I started taking private lessons with her. So. Yeah, I could see that, you know, people think golf's an easy sport, but it's not. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta be, you know, mentally focused, and you know, sure. can't get frustrated. you can't get frustrated if you hit one bad shot, you know, because you, yeah. you know, you got the second shot. It's also, um, you know, obviously an individual sport. You know, basketball. Yeah. That's why I love playing both sports, honestly, because basketball you have that like team camaraderie kind of feel, and you know, golf is an individual sport, so it's all on you. So I like having the balance of both. Uh, that's great. That's great. Now, uh, moving on to high school, uh, you know, two questions, you know, Justine, what made, you know, you and your family pick private school and uh, RBC over um, like a public school? Um, well, it was really important um, for me and my parents, um, like the education um, to find to find the school that met um, the standards standards that I needed. Um, when we toured RBC, my parents and I, um, we we really enjoyed the teachers and like the whole atmosphere. Um, and once we, we sat down with Montano, he had a great like idea, like where I would be and everything, like how I would fit in. Um, and then when Sophia decided to go there, like um, it was like one of like a really, it was a big factor for me because I loved playing with her um, and AU and everything. So I mean, that was that. Um, and um, that's really it, I could say. Um, I could see myself playing there, obviously. Um, and that's really it. Um, but it turned out to be amazing. And it's just what I just what I needed and everything. Yeah. You know, I know other people from RBC, you know, they love the school and um, can't go wrong playing for uh, Coach Montana. Yeah. And like the support system there is just amazing. Like especially with like the basketball team, like we're always so busy and everything. So like before school, like um, there's one teacher who I'm always with, like for extra help and everything. And she's great. And it's very helpful. That's great. Yeah. So Gia, you go to mates. Um, why don't you explain to everyone that's going to be listening to this, what exactly mates is? Okay, so uh, MATE stands for the Marine Academy of Technology and Environmental Science. And basically, it's a school that focuses on a high-level math and science. Um, you know, the year I applied, I want to say there was like, what was it, like 580 applicants. And I know that they 
know that there's a test like there's a whole application process and um they accept 75 kids i want to say uh i know that it's like one kid per county and then from there the rest like goes down the list so i kind of knew since like the seventh grade that i wanted to go to mates and i was gonna do everything i could to get in so when i got in i basically there was no chance i was gonna turn that down so um got in it's a pretty challenging rigorous uh, academic kind of environment uh like i said small school like 75 kids a class but like now you know going into my junior year like with everyone that's like dropped out i believe we're in the 60s now so it's small school um and you know my academics is, is priority takes precedent um over my sports even so focusing you know kind of i love i love a challenge so having mates be such a uh, you know demanding academic place um that excites me so i kind of, i love the school yeah, that's great um it, it, that's located in toms river right it's located in manahawkin so like oh, probably like 30 minutes south of me yeah mm-hmm. so and um because you you live in toms river that's why you uh, play sports for toms river north because mates yes. has no school for it yep. yeah I think that it's similar with mass, right? From mom. Yeah. 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 Cause my sister was look, she applied, but you know, she was more focused on soccer and education at the time. So she did I not go it. there. Gotcha. Yeah. Go you know, Monmouth school. County has like the vocational schools too. So it's kind of similar yeah. in that kind of sense. Yeah. Now I want to ask both of you, you know, being twin sisters, um, how is it, you know, going to different schools, um, you know, you probably used to be you, you, before high school being with each other all the time. Yeah. Um, how how have you guys um, dealt with that and, uh, you know, everything? Let, all right. I want to take this one. OK, so um, I think for me personally, I kind of look at it as a positive for us. I think that, you know, growing up, obviously, same school since we were young, like since we were born, literally same friend group, same teachers, same sport, same everything. Right. So we were literally always around each other. And, you know, I think you can imagine that sometimes, no matter how much we love each other, it gets chaotic. It gets, you know, we get on each other's nerves, you know, frustrating, all that kind of stuff. So I think that it's a plus for us now that we don't really see each other as much or, um, you know, almost like we take advantage of the time that we have together. Like, you know, having not only go to different schools, but playing sports at different schools you know, we, we don't see each other as much. So it's kind of like, I'd like to say that it made us closer, brought us together more. Um, Justine, what do you want to? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, a hundred percent. Um, she, my sister's always there. Like she is like my number one supporter. Um, I definitely would say it made us closer because we don't spend, um, a whole bunch of time together. And like, when we see each other, it's like, we haven't seen each other in like years and it's just, it's, it's good. It's we awesome. don't argue as much. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's good. I mean, your parents probably enjoy that too. Yeah. Not having to argue. A lot less much. arguing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you get entering your, your girls uh, freshman year, um, what were some goals you had, you know, for your first year and, you know, all four years, um, you talk basketball first and Gia, you could speak about golf. Um, my goal coming in, um, I would just say was be a great teammate, um, be there for my teammates. Um, I wanted to be, um, freshman of the year. Um, that was a really big thing, which was, um, 
which I did. So that was awesome. Um, I just, I mean, all I could say was just be a good teammate um, and do what I can to help my team and win. That's really what I would say for me. Gia? Um, honestly, I'll say the same thing. I know I had, going in, I kind of knew that North um, had some pretty good seniors on the team, and I just wanted to contribute in every way possible, like do all the, like, the little things, um, you know, get the rebounds, block the shots, you know, dive on the floor for loose balls, take the charges, all like yeah. all the like you know the little things. Be a good teammate, most importantly, and you know always bring my teammates up, and obviously go as far as we could into rounds or into states. Apologize, and um, you know, winning. Everyone wants to win in high school basketball, in basketball in general. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I like you know. Gee, I see that a lot in you. You know, doing all the small things, drawing a charge, you know, fighting for the yeah. rebound. Um, you know, when I see you play and, you know, just seeing, you know, you're very aggressive on defense and both of your wingspans kind of, kind of help, you know, <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys tip a lot of balls in the passing range, especially uh, just seeing when, you know, you're playing, you know, up top. Um, yeah. it, it's fun to, it's fun to, you know, I like watching a good defensive game. I, I don't like watching when a team holds the ball, but I like a good mm -hmm. defensive battle. Yeah. Um, gee, how about golf? What kind of goals did you have for golf? Um, so, I knew coming in that I was going to be um, a pretty good golfer, like compared to the, some other kids that I was playing against. So like, same kind of thing. Like my goal was to win. Like I wanted to win as many uh, matches that I could. Um, and then I don't know how, if you know how much it works with high school golf, but basically um, when you're playing a team, they kind of like, they rank uh, the girls on the team. So like the number one from North plays the number one from the other school, the number two from North plays the number two, et cetera. So um, as a freshman, you know, I kind of put some pressure on myself like because I was the number one golfer. So, you know, I wanted to win, see, you know, how good our team could be. And then um, in the Ocean County tournament, I wanted to, you know, I want my goals to place top five. So as a freshman, I got fourth. So, you know, I met that goal, which was exciting for me. Um, and then, you know, I went into the short conferences, like all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, like I said, my goal was to win, improve. Obviously, you know, you always want to improve. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Golf is definitely not a sport I know a lot about in the short conference. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but you know, it's, it's interesting that, you know, I didn't know that, you know, you get seated and you go against, you know, it's similar, you know, I played tennis in high school, you know, it's like the number ones, number twos, you know, similar to that. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit later about, you know, disappointment, not having your golf season, you know, this mm -hmm. year, um, Justine, um, your freshman year, um, what did you learn, you know, from your, you know, upperclassmen? You know, what, what did they teach you that you were able to carry on to your sophomore year? Um, when from my upperclassmen, um, always like with Coach Montana, always, always make sure you um, have like eye contact, respectfulness. Um, of course, that's a huge thing. Um, I would say um, the game is faster like each year. So, um, with speaking like for, um, like players that like have, um, showed me and helped me, I would say Shay Sabino, she was always like happy for us. Um, always was like cheering always. She was a really good teammate. Um, and even fab like fab, she always pushed us and wanted the best for everyone. So, um, with them gone this year is a big, um, thing. 
um, is huge for us, but that's good. So I do have to say your your team, you know, you always the whole team always carries themselves pretty positive. You know, when I yeah. see your team, you know, when you're walking into the gym, even when you're leaving the gym, the team, you know, you guys always seem to be have a positive attitude. Yeah. Which you know, I know that stems from the coach and you know the years of tradition at that school. Yes. Um, Gio, what did you learn, you know, your first year from upperclassmen and, uh, you know, what was it like playing with Jenna Paul? Oh, so I feel like, I mean, I learned so much my first year playing. Um, I importantly though was the importance of family and like having like the connection and the friendship on and off the court really, or off the court really translate on onto the court, you know, sharing the ball, picking each other up, et cetera. Like all, like I said, all the small things. So just like having each other's back, trusting each other. Um, and then Jenna was one of my best friends. So like, I literally loved playing with her. She's, you know, one of my biggest role models. And I totally like look up to her. Um, one of the biggest thing that stood out to me that like I learned from her was how like, no matter, no matter the situation, she was always like in control. She had composure and like, that just always resonated with me. Um, so that was one of the biggest things that uh, I learned from Jenna, honestly. Yeah, Jenna, I never got to talk to her in person, but um, seems like a nice person. Um, yeah, she is. I, was looking, I, was looking, I posted on Twitter about going to the Atlantic City AAU last year, and she sent me a message, don't waste my time because of parking and how much it was. So, you know, from <laughs> never, never talking to her, it was nice that, you know, she was honest with me that, you know, yeah. somebody like me, you know, and, you know, she explained, you know, how much, you know, her parents have to, have to pay to get in. And, That's you know, funny, that yeah. Basically, she was implying there was better better uh, events to go to than the one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love watching her play at Colgate, so. Um, you went over some highlights for golf. Um, mm-hmm. What I found interesting is um, you said that the style of play was different than you were used to. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, so, you know, I played in, like um, – what we call club team at um, the course that I'm a member at. And like I said, you know, we never had the whole thing where they kind of like, you know, rank you, you have like, you know, North has one, two, three, four, five plays other teams, one, two, three, four, five. So I wasn't really used to that. I wasn't used to how, you know, it was a lot more structured and um, serious. Like, you know, the girls, there's no, like no messing around. Um, You know, whereas, you know, at the golf course or, you know, where I'm a member at, um, you know, everyone there is more friendly. Like we, we know each other more. So it's more like, even if you hit a bad shot, like it's not so like, I don't, I don't want to say stressful, but it's not so serious. Like I feel like, you know, in high school, it's more tense and like the girls are really like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. That's just different for me. And then like, you know, I think as I went through the season, I got better because I was getting used to it, you know, like, um, more experience, um, so, yeah, the style of play was different, you know, in the sense that, like, yeah, on this, on every hole you're still hitting, you know, you're hitting driver and you're hitting this, you're hitting that. So, obviously, that was the same. But it was more like who I was playing with and, like, how we were going around, going about playing that round, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that does. Yeah. Um, def- I'm definitely going to learn more about golf for next season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you, you two, you know, you just finished your sophomore year. I want to talk a little bit about sophomore year. I got to see mm-hmm. both of you play quite a bit your sophomore year. Um, what were some goals you both had, you know, going into the second season? Um, you know, whether, you know, team goals and individual goals for yourselves. 
Okay, so um, for me, the biggest thing I want that I want to see, um, you know, for myself is becoming more of an offensive threat. I think that, you know, my defense is something that I pride myself in getting stops. You know, like I said, taking charges, blocking shots, getting rebounds, and everything. Um, but bringing more to the uh, more to the table offensively is something that I really want to see, and um, you know for the next two years, obviously. And then, you know, team-wise, like I said, who doesn't want to win? So, you know, just, you know, in general, trying to go further in short conference, in states, um, as when, winning, winning as many games as possible in our conference, maybe, you know, winning our conference, just stuff like that. Um, just seeing, you know, our team be, be successful, really. Yeah. Um, and for me, I would say I want to um, see myself getting better um in my defense I always can improve there um in my rebounding and I've been like working on like post post moves and stuff so like getting a smaller guard in in the post and just using my size um and then my transition offense um to improve for my team I would say make it um farther than we did last year in the short conference in the states um so that's just to win, win it all next year, really. I mean, RBC definitely, definitely bringing back the players. You know, we'll talk a few about a few of those players in a couple of minutes. But you know, you're bringing back, you know, Ali, you know, Sophia, yourself. You got a nice core coming back. You, you're going to be a dangerous team next year, for sure. Now, um, actually, you know, talking about Sophia Sabino, um, just talk about your relationship. I, you, I know you've known her, you know, pretty much forever. Um, yeah. How is, it play, how is it playing with her? And, you know, because she, to me, she is like one of the true point guards, point guards. You know, looking to shoot. And I mean, looking to pass before she shoots. How is it playing, playing yeah, with her? Yeah, um, it's honestly awesome playing with Sophia. She's my best friend. Um, we've been best friends for the longest time now. Um, she knows when we're on the court together, she knows what I'm going to do before I know what I'm going to do. Um, she never misses me. She's always there, um, making the extra pass. Like you said, she loves passing before she shoots it. Um, totally a selfless player. She's not selfish at all. Um, off the court, you wouldn't even think we played basketball. Like people would see us and be like, Idiots. like we're stupid like we're so crazy um oh we're God. always dancing 24 7 laughing tiktoks like everything yeah <laughs> um so, funny. so she's just awesome and then like i said before when she decided to go to rbc um it was honestly um one of like i knew i wanted to go there like that was a huge thing for me so you know, I think it's also gives an advantage, you know, you two playing together so long, you know, you could see that on the court, you know, the chemistry, you know, makes it makes it easier for both of you. Yeah, definitely. Talk a little bit about Allie and, you know, her being so dominant underneath and how that, you know, makes it a little bit easier for yourself too to get um, open. Having, having Allie there is amazing. Um, she, she's so dominant. Um, I seeing her growth, from last year to this year, we were actually in the gym together um, this morning and she's, she's just dominant. She's so much stronger. Um, she, not a lot of people are going to be able to guard her neck this year coming up and I'm excited for her. Um, definitely. She's just, she's, she's going to be, she's going to be something else. She's going to be 
very, very good. Um, she takes the pressure off of us, I would say, sometimes. Um, there A lot of players are more focused on her, like, getting in there. Because uh, she just can't be guarded, honestly. And then when everyone's focused about her, it leaves our sh- it leaves the shooters open and everything. So, yeah, you know, you talk about seeing improvement from her from last year. You know, I saw it just from the beginning of this season to the end of last season. Yeah. By the end of the season, she was so dominant. You know, yeah, teams were having so such a hard time stopping her underneath. And I agree. I think next year, you know, it's even going to be you know it's going to be harder for teams to stop her. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Gia, talk a little. You know. Tom's River, you know, this year being a little younger team um, and uh, what you look, you know, Christina Johnson being, you know, one of the upper class, you know, seniors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playing with her and how she helped you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were a younger team going into this year. We had like six sophomores and three freshmen. So that's like nine um, underclassmen. So, yeah, we were we were very young. Um, but. You know, overall, I think, honestly, Christina was, like, the glue that held our team together. I think she did such a good job of showing all of the underclassmen how to be a leader and, like, you know, how, you know, this is this will be my junior year coming up and really kind of just showed, you know, me and the whole team, you know, what is, you know, what's next for us next year, how to lead us next year. Um, you know, we have a solid group coming back. Like I said, six sophomores last year, so we have, you know, six juniors. And, you know, Christina just, I don't know, she, she did everything. Uh, honestly, couldn't have asked anything more from her for her senior year. But, um, you know, next year c- coming into it, like I said, I, I just want to win. I want to win games. And I really would love to see Tom's Run North make it to a group four championship, honestly. With the talent coming back, I could, you know, definitely see that, you know, definitely. Um, you guys are in South, right? Group four. Yeah. South Jersey group four. Yeah, you know, I definitely could see you guys, you know, making a run next year with the talent you have coming back. And, you know, you guys got a lot of experience with all the minutes you got this year since you were mm-hmm. such a young team, which is you know, going to pay dividends next year. For sure. Now, t- talking about States, Gia, talk about that Eastern game. You know, I didn't get to see it. I saw some oh, highlights. God. It was awesome. That had to be a great game to play in. And, you know, you know, if yeah. fans were down there for Tom's River, it had to be a great game to um you know, watch, just talk about that game a little bit and what yeah, went down for sure. So yeah, we played Eastern. It was the first round of the state tournament. Um, the game was so close. I mean, we were back and forth the entire game, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down. So I want to say there was like 10 seconds left and we were up by one. And um, I think I'm trying to remember the girls. I think it was Kelly McGordy. I think um, she's from Eastern. Yeah. She had like yeah, 30 Kelly. points that game. Yeah. She had a great game. Um, and like I said, she had 30 points. So we kind of, you know, we knew that's where the ball was going. It was their ball, 10 seconds left. You know, they, they needed to score at this point. Um, so, you know, Coach G called a timeout. And basically our game plan was just do not let them score. You know, the, the ball's going to go to Kelly. Just do not let them score. Um, so obviously, you know, like we kind of predicted, Kelly did get the ball. And uh, she scored. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um you know, Coach G called an, another timeout. Now we're down by one at this point. And there's, I want to, there was like 2.8 seconds left. I'll, I will literally never forget it. Um, and I think Coach G wrote up a play for Christina, I believe. Um, I don't know what happened. Plan failed. Christina did not get the ball. Um, but Faith got the ball. She's one of our, um, she was a sophomore last year. So she'll be a junior coming back. And um, kind of just, we did whatever we could, you know, got the ball up the court. 
And I remember we were like, oh my God, like, no. And Faith, you know, throughout this layup, you know, she, you know, she's small. So she's, she's a guard. She's quick. Got on the floor, got off this, got off the layup. And we were like, oh my God, oh my God. Okay. Went in. It was insane. Literally, you know, rushed the floor. The crowd was absolutely insane. Like it was a great atmosphere. It was amazing. Yeah, it's great when you could play in a game like that. Yeah, I watched the, I watched the video when uh, Faith scored, and uh, I was scratching my head what Eastern was thinking on defense. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> no, it was a good thing for us though. So. I don't know if they got lax because two point eight seconds, not gonna get a yeah. good shot off. But you, they, you know, she flew up the court and you know got. Oh well, yeah, play. she's quick. Yeah. Yeah, she got up there. Quick. I think like, yeah, for us though, like as a team, I think that. You know, yeah, I mean, it was great. Like, who doesn't love a win like that? But yeah. I think that we also learned that, you know, you play – how important it is to play from the first whistle to the very last. Like, because we were up – but I want to say about, like, seven at one point, which, you know, isn't a whole lot. But, um, you know, you can't get too comfortable. Like, no lead is ever too safe. So, play to the very last wh- whistle, obviously. You know, that was an important lesson from that game, too. Well, that's a good point, yes, because I don't remember what game I was at that night, but I was keeping, tr- I was, you know, following with the people from South Jersey on Twitter. And you guys, mm-hmm. you were up seven, and, you know, you know, they came back, but you, you know, you girls they didn't give up. You know, you fought to the yeah. very end, and that's a good point. Whistle to whistle. Yeah, for sure. Christine, I want to talk about some of your games. First, um, talk about St. Rose. You know, you ended up playing yeah. them three times. Um, you know, you know, talking to you know Ryan Taylor, Homedale, they played Madison four times. You know, Rumson played Shore three times, and you know Shore almost upset them in the states. It's never good mm-hmm. playing the same team so many times. Um, yeah. So just talk, just talk about all three games a little bit, and um, you know how you felt. You know, disappointing loss in the states. Um. So our first game, it was it was on a weekend. I'm pretty sure uh, we didn't have. Obviously, we didn't have school, so we got into the gym at around like twelve. Our game was at six, so we got we got to school at twelve. Shot around for about like an hour and a half. Was joking around with coach, um, just doing our usual like pregame, and then it was it was it was about like one thirty when we were done shooting. So we all went out and had a team lunch. We went to Smoothie King. That's usually our spot before games. So we all went there. Uh, we came back. We came back into the locker room, took the boys' speaker, speaker, um, and we were just jamming out to music. We were hyped, um, blasting music. Um, the boys, like the boys, were in the the boys were in the uh, weight room lifting, and they came into our locker room and were like, "Girls, we can't, we can't even hear what our trainer's saying right now to do." <laughs> Like, it was like that. It was just crazy. Um, so then we went back down into the gym, shot around for another, like, hour. Um, it was about, like, this time. It was, like, 4, 4, 4, 4.30-ish, something like that. Um, so then we went into Coach's room, um, did our scouting report, watched more film. Um, so it was, like... It was 10 minutes, I would say 10, 15 minutes before game. Uh, we were more, we were prepared to anything. We were ready, so excited. Um, we had everything. We knew all their plays. We knew, we knew everything. Um, so into the first, um, we, like, 
before we went out on the court, we prayed like we usually do. Um, coach told us this is our game, and we knew it was our game. Going into the first two minutes of the game, we for sure knew it was our game. We were – the excitement was through the roof. Everyone was just so happy for each other. The crowd just made it, like, better for us. Um, and then going we – ha- we had to lead the entire game. So, like, towards the end of the game um, – our JV, some of our JV, JV players went in. Um, they got their points, which was awesome for them. Um, no one thought that we would beat St. Rose since by, yeah, we beat them by like 24, I'd say. Um, everyone thought that they were going to blow us out since what happened to us last year against them. And we just had to prove them wrong. So we did. And it, it was just, it was an amazing feeling. And then, I would say for our second game playing them, we knew we couldn't we couldn't flop. Like we didn't want like people thinking, oh, they just had a good they just had a good game. Um, so we needed to prove ourselves for the second time again. And we knew it was gonna be harder for sure. Um, so we were just preparing for everything that we could. Um we prayed before, like we always do, of course. Um we our seniors got us together and brought us together and fab was telling us she was like girls it's our game again and we're gonna win and we just kept that um mentality the entire game um it was definitely close a much closer game which was good not really too good but i mean it was it was good good for excitement yeah i would say um so once it was 10 seconds left in the game and we knew we were going to win, it was awesome again. So that was good for us. Um, and then the last game when we lost, it was, it was, it was obviously like, yeah, it was hard for us. Um, but I mean, it is hard to beat a team three times. Um, especially like St. Rose, like they're a, an amazing team. Um, they play hard. They're just – it's awesome playing them. Um, and I just think that we – I wish we um, – of course, I wish we won that game, but um, it was it was good, I would say. Yeah. I saw all three games. The first game, what impressed me, you know, you guys put the foot on the gas and you didn't let up. You know, yes, you went up 20. Sure. And you, you guys, you were still pressing. You know, you were still, you know, you're running your offense. You weren't slowing the pace down. And something interesting, I was looking up scores the other day. St. Rose scored under 60, only six games. And three of them was your games, the RBC games. So that's, yeah. you know, that's a big accomplishment, you know, because, you know, last year, your freshman year, St. Rose was such a high-scoring team. This year, you know, they kind of run the same offense. And, you know, three out of the six games they scored under 60 was against RBC, which tells you how much of good defense yeah. your team plays. Um, yeah, talk, defense talk, is talk key. About, yeah, I just want to talk about defense a little bit. Uh, just talk about Fab a little bit because I was so impressed. I know you guys lost to Manchester in the shore, but – I thought she did a great job on Destiny. Destiny's main points came with, you know, her rebounding, um, you know, her teammates missed shots. Just talk about what Fab meant to your team. Um, Fab was our defensive person. She always guarded the best player. Um, I would definitely say without Fab, it would be 
it would be different. It would definitely be a different um, season for us. Um, So, like, this year we're not going to have Fab. So, I mean, we're going to have to step up and guard just like how Fab did, um, which is going to be very interesting. It's going to be awesome. She was she was great defense, and I mean, playing with her this year was really fun, and it was great. Yeah, I was, you know, it was. I was so impressed that Manchester game. You know, they were struggling to get yeah. Destiny the ball. You know, inside. And, you yeah. know, she did. You know, Destiny had to keep popping out to get the ball, which you know tells you mm-hmm. what the job she did. Then, yeah, fa- she had one job. We coach told her, Fab, I don't care if you score. You we need to stop Destiny, and she did it, which was awesome. Yeah, um, you know it was a tough game, but you know it, you know it was impressive, and you know learning experience for you, Allie, you know, and Sophia. So you know, I expect you know next season, I think you guys are going to go very far. Gia, yeah. real quick, you know, you didn't get to play your sophomore year of golf. Um, what did? How did that feel? You know, missing out on the season. Yeah, so obviously, I mean, like any other person who missed out on their spring season would say, um, it stinks, honestly. Um, I had a good freshman year, and I was really hoping to make a run for Ocean County Champ. Um, You know, like I said, last year as a freshman, I got fourth place. So I was trying to make a run for first this year. Um, You know, really, even last year, I think I lost like three matches total. So I was trying to, you know, reduce that number, trying to see if I can make a run at going undefeated, um, like that kind of uh, thing. But I'm trying to make the best out of the situation, obviously. There's not really much I can do to control it. So, yeah, you know, it, it stinks missing out. I have two more years, though, so i got to stay positive, I guess. Yeah, you know, hopefully everything gets back to normal quickly. Yeah. So you're both going into your junior year, what goals do you, mm-hmm. you guys kind of touched on it a little bit about, you know, wanting winning it all, but, you know, any individual goals you have, you know, going into your junior year? Yeah. So I think like overall I've kind of like heard the same thing from both of us, how we, you know, we want to win. And that's kind of like, you know, yes, you want to, you know, grow individually, grow as a team, but, you know, you know, Basketball is a sport. You want to win. You want to come out on top. You want to win states. You want to win short conference. You want. You just want to win. So obviously, I want to just see you know Thompson North as a whole dominate. Um, like I said earlier, um, I my defensive uh, game is pretty strong. I like to say so. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, contributing uh, more offensively and you know win. Um, Justine. Yeah, I would say the same. Um, my junior year, I just want to win. And I just I just want to win, period, honestly. Um, I also want to try and get player of the year. Um, that's one of my goals since I was started freshman year. So it's going to be challenging, but I think I could do it. I could definitely, you know, I definitely could see RBC squaring up with St. John Vianney in the, you know, non-public A um, South sectional. And I could yes, see, we hope so. I could see, I definitely, you know, looking at the teams, you know, Tom's River, you know, with the experience you girls got, you know, I could see you, you know, probably facing the Cherokee, I'm going to guess is going to be the other, you know, yeah. the top team, you know, I could see, you know, you guys be the top teams for South, South Jersey group four. Yeah. Um, I want to move to AAU, you know, we'll just go through it real, real quick. So um, what are um, teams you put, you know, you have played for and who, who are your current teams and your current coaches? Okay, so I'll start. Um, 
Well, for the both of us, actually, um, in the fourth grade, we started playing for the Shore Shots. So um, I played for 2022 Shore Shots, like I said, since fourth grade. Um, recently, you know, the team um, kind of went their own ways. Um, so I play for uh, the Central Jersey Hawks now. Um, Justine, take- for me, um, Shore Shots was always my my home since fourth grade. Um, they're forever going to be my um, home. But recently, I'm now playing with the um, U17 EYBL Philadelphia Bells. Um, and who are, who are your current coaches? Yeah, so back to me real quick. Um, my dad coached the Shore Shots team. And uh, now for the Central Jersey Hawks, um, John Mayo is our coach. Okay. For me, um, for the Shore Shots, it was Tracy Sabino and my dad. And now my head coach is Andrea Peterson. Okay. Now, uh, Justine, you know, I see, you know, a couple of your current team, you know, you're playing with Maddie. Um, you, yes. you get, that's a talented team. How is it, you know, not being that, you know, you're not going against Maddie, actually having Maddie on your team. How is it playing with her? It's awesome. Maddie, she's honestly, she's, she's smooth. She's She's going to be amazing. She's, I'm excited for her. Um, where she's going to go in college and her, like, she's just going to succeed in in uh, basketball really well. Um, she's awesome playing with her, though. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that, yeah she's- that game she had against St. Rose, you know, she had no fear, you know, dropping, I think, what she had. Oh, my gosh. You know, she yeah. just. Yeah. Something like the, that, yeah. She put the team on her shoulder, and uh, I know what the game plan was for that game, and uh, she just, it, they couldn't stop she her. Delivered, she delivered, yeah. She, she did what she needed to do. Um, both of you, what what are your feelings with AAU being delayed? I mean, it looks like some things are opening up. I hear there's a tournament out in Pittsburgh, uh, you know. What what was your feeling when this all started, and you know AAU possibly was going to be canceled and whatnot? Yeah, so um, right now I'm going to speak for you know on behalf of both Justine and I. Um, but I think that while it is all like, oh, I can't even. I mean, I just hope that we play at some point because I can't even imagine having summer without AAU. But I'm trying to look at like the positives and. To look at it as a blessing in disguise, taking full advantage of the time off that we have, um, you know, getting in the extra shots, going on more runs, you know, getting uh, in better shape uh, physically, um, just kind of everything, honestly, trying to just use the time that we have to improve ourselves. Um, I know, Justine, you want to talk real quick? Um, it's It definitely does stink because, um, like, I'm on a new team. These girls are just amazing. The talent level is like through the roof. Um, the competition that we have, like during practices, like when we have like our one on ones, it's just it's like awesome. Um, there we have three girls that were on Team USA, and it would just be so fun to play with them. But we're actually going out in July. We're leaving next week. I'm pretty sure week we're playing in indie so it's it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be fun that's great you know at least you you girls are gonna get on the court you know play some games yeah um, all right we're almost almost done wrapping this up um just want to talk you know your future um goals um what what are you girls looking to study for in college if you know 
if you if you know now i know you know when i was in college kids switched their major you know four or five times before they actually graduated college so do you do you two know what you want to study when you get to college yeah so um i want to study some sort of like mathematics with economics um yeah on the pre-med track so yeah justine um, I want to be a coach when I am older, so I'd probably go into, like, business type, um, stuff like that. I just want to stick around, like, with basketball my entire life. Oh, that's great. You know, that's your passion. You know, follow it. Yeah. My niece actually just started training with um, one of the St. Rose girls soccer players because, you know, if she ends up not making it, you know, professionally, she wants to go into training and coaching, so um yeah it's awesome it's yeah. you know it's fun it's fun to see you know my niece gets you know she takes it like if she was to play basketball she would get more out of you know if you two were training her than an adult she listens better <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah um so justine you said you want to you know be a bas- college basketball coach uh gia what do you want to do for like a career so i want to go to medical school um and become an anesthesiologist when i'm older oh very good a lot of money in that <laughs> <laughs> you do it you have to work hard in school to get there so yeah for sure a lot of years of school before you get there yep um you know getting ready to wrap up what advice would both of you give to you know girls that want to pursue you know basketball um i would tell kids um to do do what others don't so you can have what others can't <laughs> um my, that's always been my dad's favorite line um we hear that like 10 times a day all the time um but if you're really it's about putting in the time and practice and just working hard if you want something go for it like don't let anyone tell you different yeah i would oh you know always push yourself and you know honestly never settle for anything yeah i agree i mean that's pretty good advice how about gf um how about golf what advice uh would you give you know kids you know that would want to play golf yeah. So I would just say like golf wise, um, honestly, like any, any other sport, like you have to put in the time, you have to practice. Um, but like in general, playing um, multiple high school sports, because obviously I do, um, it's really about time management, especially when, you know, I'm going to such a um, high level academic school. Um, I think you really have to want it. Um, you know, it does get stressful. It does get high maintenance. Um, but like I said, you know, time management, using your time wisely you know, getting your schoolwork done. I think, you know, being successful in the classroom leads to success on the court. Um, so, yeah, you know, put the put the work in and you'll see success um, in all of your endeavors, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's great advice, especially, you know, time management, you know, that's, that, yeah. that's crucial. And um, I think with the virus, it, you know, gave kids a good advantage of start learning, you know, time management, you know, when you get in college, yeah, for sure. college, that's what it's all about. You know, when I was talking to Lola, you know, you got to manage, you know, schoolwork, you know, practice. And uh, I think uh, the virus actually one thing, it, it probably helped you kids learning how to manage your time on your own a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. I appreciate you two joining me. Um, I, yeah, thank you so much for having us. Oh, yeah, excellent. This was my longest interview, too. I knew this one was going to be longer, you know, talking about we had a lot, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate I wish you two luck in the AAU season, and I look forward to seeing you guys in the winter, you know, playing for Thank, thank you, you so much. much. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye.